All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. The Vikings keep on winning and stressing us out. Baseball's offseason sucks. We break down our disappointment in U.S. soccer and the World Cup. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Um, feeling a little weirded out right now. Yeah, I mean, like when you say you're here with us, you're here with us. Let's go. Yeah, in person, it's amazing. Not virtually. We're I back. wonder if we sound better, like like the vibrato and the tone. The I, don't, I don't know. What yeah, I don't know well, anything you, about audio, but like you yeah. sound better. Yeah, okay, because you're you're the you know you're top tier. <laughs> exactly. I think that we sound happier. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah, something well, like that. Cheers, you guys. It's good to see you guys. Uh, and uh, we're happy to be here with our listeners as well. We are in December now, so the oh, Norries yeah. are just around the corner, which Knocking is exciting. on the door. I've been thinking a lot about it. I got notes. I got docs. I, know, I got I'm fucking sure. Google Docs. It's gonna be crazy, you guys. We're going big. I love that. You go Pepe Silvia on the whole thing. Exactly. Boxes full of Pepe. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, before we go any further, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordies Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere. That you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank you. Love that. All right, guys. What are we drinking? All right. We're drinking something that I brought to you guys to share. This is a triple. It's 10%, right? So, you know, it's nice to share. This is from Modest, who we know makes great beer. This is called Charging on a Wire, and it is a double dry hop New England triple IPA. It's really, really big, but I think it tastes fantastic. And I think for the style of beer, it it could be a Nordy nom potentially but we'll have to discuss it off the pod yeah I think you guys did, think it's good yeah i think they did a great job i also feel like um you couldn't drive if you had one yeah that's what we're gonna share we're gonna go threesies <laughs> on a single beer here. it's like a glass of wine <laughs> yes essentially it is uh but good stuff good work modest it's really good yeah all right um well guys we have lots to talk about uh, we're gonna go we're gonna like run all the way through football okay to okay. start out here and i just want to make a quick note that i did go to the Minnesota State High School Tournament for football. And I watched the championship game of 6A, which is the biggest bracket. Mm-hmm. And in the championship game, you had Maple Grove okay, uh, undefeated all year versus undefeated Rosemont, which was cool because I don't believe that either of them had ever won a state title before. And Maple Grove came out and beat them up pretty good. They won 27 to 10 to win the title. And they did have um, their big star player is uh, the Gopher uh commit? Off, well he hasn't committed yet mm, okay but he's been offered his name is uh i don't know kills her is his, is his what uh, position does he play quarterback oh please okay. he's they, not coming they yeah. already have they already <laughs> you said qb so when is he coming. starting for the badgers <laughs> right <laughs> they, they already have um uh their cornerback and their tight end are going to the gophers already nice and, and then, he better go yeah, his boys so they can room together he was exciting though he was running all over the place he was throwing the ball 60 yards down the field and uh I can't imagine him going to the Gophers because I can't imagine the Gophers having a good quarterback. It's, it is hard right. to picture. But did you guys see the crazy finish of one of the games? Yeah, I did. I heard about it. So they New England had the illegal play. Why was it illegal? There were two men in motion when they snapped the ball oh, and they didn't come set. No. So it was, a, it was technically like an illegal shift. Oh. That was how I heard about it because there were people that were up in arms about mm. you know the, the losing parents were mad. Sure, of course. They're always I'm mad. sure the parents, losing parents knew during the play what had happened. Someone told them afterwards. Well, it was rigged, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was rigged against them. You know, it gave us a great moment, though, so I don't even know who was playing. Some 
some small town versus New London Spicer. Okay. And uh, New London Spicer on the last play of the game, they gave up the lead with 25 seconds. They had the ball at midfield. The guy throws it as far as he can, which is about 25 yards down the field. <laughs> Wasn't that far. Receiver yeah. catches it in traffic. Everyone's like afraid of this moment, it feels like. The kid's running. The last guy has him wrapped up, and he laterals it to his buddy who runs it in for the winning touchdown as the, the clock hits zero. To win the champion. Yeah. That's nice. To Good win the championship. Uh, I had someone today who said, hey, when they all come back to town, they're going to relive that moment and talk about it forever. And I said, they live in New London and Spicer. They're never leaving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're just That's just going to be Tuesday at the bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they will talk about it every day. And they will talk about it every Tuesday at the bar. So Love that. For uh, them. But, but happy for them. Um, all right. Uh, also, I will just say this. Not that people tune in because they want to hear a bunch of high school football but yeah i was gonna say the minnesota state high school league is terrible and they literally don't even play music and there's no halftime show and there's no showcase at all and you're not allowed to sit in most of the areas of the stadium and it was it was really pretty bad pretty rough yeah we don't do it like other states do why wouldn't you just let the bands of the competing schools do throw on a little uh little ditty little shindig in the middle they're they're a disaster so they're like the mafia oh they probably probably aren't getting paid so they're like well unless you're gonna pay they couldn't turn out they yeah, yeah they couldn't get a cut of it so all right so we're moving up up the way in football all right next up 3a we yeah. <laughs> division three. Yeah. Right. Next up, we're going to and we're uh, in Wisconsin now. So the Gophers and okay. they coming off their big win against the Badgers. They have now accepted an invite to the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium, where they will play Syracuse. Weather's going to be great. Uh, New York in the end of December. Yeah, I haven't heard of the Pinstripe Bowl. Have you guys? Yeah. I, okay. Every year they play it at Yankee Stadium. Yep. It's always stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd just rather they were like, the Gophers aren't going to a bowl game this year. And I'd say, that's fine. Well, remember when bowl well, games used to be like an honor? Not to, not to be like a back in my day, but there used to only be like 15 bowl games. Yeah. Right? There was just only a handful of them. Now, anybody that's five and six. This is a, such a back in my day comment. Yeah, but, it, it, like, but it's valid. Because I, I, think it's just I remember silly. it too. And, it's just kind of silly. Like, yeah. oh, every, you get a bowl, you get a bowl. Like, doesn't really matter anymore. Right. It does take the uh, edge off it a little bit. That being said, it's on the 27th, which was, that's a Thursday. 29th. 29th, that's a Thursday. I'm sure I'll watch it. I'll put it on. Support my gofs, yo. Um, okay, so also uh, in bigger and more important games, we got the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the college football playoffs final four happened, and that uh, was an abomination in my opinion. It's all decided and done. I hated done it. I hated it. Okay, so let's let's tell tell me why. So you had, obviously, Georgia won the SEC championship, and they deserve to be number one. They're undefeated. They're a professional almost team. It's a no, That's a no-doubter for them. Number okay. two was Michigan. They won the Big Ten. They were undefeated. They won the Big Ten title as well. Deserve to be number two. Okay. Win over Ohio State. Second no-brainer. Yep. Uh, number three was going to be TCU. I know it ends up that way, but it was going to be TCU going into the the last weekend, and number four was going to be USC. USC got absolutely trounced uh, by Utah. Utah, yep. Utah just ran them over. It was a bad game for USC, and mm. they drop out of the top four. Oh, um, and then TCU lost to Kansas State, who is good. They're ranked ninth or tenth or something, but their backup quarterback was in, mm-hmm. and they lost to them. And then they stayed in third. Oh, so you think they should get bounced too? At minimum, yeah, they should be fourth. Well, and their their strength of schedule is not very. Their strength of good. schedule sucks. 
They've had comeback wins over just average teams, and their loss is over the backup quarterback from Kansas State, while one loss, Ohio State, lost only to number two, Michigan. Yeah. Mm. How, I mean, are they just afraid to give us Ohio State-Michigan rematch? Yes, I think that was going to be this the scenario that they would have been third, and it would have been them again. And then again, then you also only have one Big Ten team, um, you know, making it through. And so I think they, I think what the, the committee did was they decided what the teams were, and then they rewrote the algorithm to mm. give them that <laughs> result. You know what I mean? So I don't know. All right, so that don't makes like sense. It. And then is it next year that they're blowing it up to 12 teams or something like that? Six, I think. Six, and then six? maybe 12 the year after that. Yeah, or something. I don't know. I think they're on a plan to get to a little bit bigger. But um, yeah, I mean, you guys watch all these? Do think you watch, of their grades, What is Jim. it, three games, essentially? You guys watch yeah. all these? And it's the two. It's the Fiesta Bowl, the... Tostitos Bowl. The, that's the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, okay. the Orange Bowl, and then the Sugar Bowl. And they, they rotate whichever one hosts the national championship. And the other two are the other ones. Wow. There you so go. What a my, system. my problem is, is like... The other thing is, is that Ohio State will at least be competitive with Georgia. Like Georgia will beat them for sure mm-hmm. by probably more than one score, but they'll at least compete. The problem is, is that they so badly wanted TCU in. Well, this is Notre Dame all over again. TCU when, would mm. get beat by Georgia thirty-eight to nothing or worse. I mean, I think I think the Gophers could hang with TCU for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Okay, that's bad for the national championship. Like they're gonna they're gonna get. And maybe that's what they want for Georgia. I don't know. They want to keep the SEC train rolling. Maybe. I don't know. All I Mm. wanted, this is what I wanted. If I was in charge, this is what I would have done. I would have given you the rematch. Michigan, Ohio State, bitter rivals. Probably one of the two best, if not the best, rivalry in college football. Right? But think if you're Michigan, though. Mm -hmm. How pissed are you? Don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, you do. When I care about like, you like I just would just beat them. Tuning in to mm-hmm. the TV is what I care about. True. And my other side of the bracket, you you guessed it right. It's the rematch, Georgia, Alabama. Yeah. And then you get an SEC champion versus This an, is the guy that wants chaos in the World Cup. He wants all yeah. the underdogs to win. And then here he is, he's throwing like the <laughs> literal, like the the top four the teams. The problem is, every is that year. if you're gonna have four teams, what I don't want to do is turn my TV off in the second quarter. Yeah, I, I just can't keep up yeah. with what your rules. Like they don't apply here and they apply mm. over here, and I'm just trying I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> the problem is is like I've just watched too many times where it's like the final four and then Georgia or Alabama just fuck somebody's yeah, life up. Alabama and like, Notre Dame. Oh and it's 45-7 at halftime. And then yeah. I just turn it off. And I'm like, that was a waste. Like, why did they, why do we put well, that Well, because like for every Boise State comeback over Alabama, there's 100 versus Notre Dame where they lose by 50. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm really happening. excited for the 12 teams because that's when these teams are going to get their chance to prove it starting next year, I believe. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm excited about that. They're gonna they're gonna get their butts kicked. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. I don't think it's that still they're gonna, gonna be the same final four. You but, but I would love to see that these teams get their chance in a 12 team bracket. Sure, mm-hmm. that would be great. But when it's just four, that, I'm like fuck it. Yeah. Just give me the four best teams because I I'm already you know if they throw if they throw NFL games on on the same day I don't I don't care who's playing. It could be it could be Minnesota playing for the national title. And if the Vikings were playing the Bears, I'd watch that Stop instead. It. Eric, mm. you're so ridiculous. I Vikings? don't know. That's a, that's a bad take. Vikings, Bears, come on. This season? Yeah. If the Gophers were playing for the national championship, <laughs> you'd, you'd watch back the and Vikings forth, over in the Bears I'd have the, in a I, meaningless game. Right. I'd, I'd have the game cast up of the of the Gophers. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You're so full of crap. He'd refresh the score on his ESPN app. Yeah, that's like, oh, pathetic. It's like we're down. Um, <laughs> right. All right. It's like it's getting out of reach here. So we also got the Heisman finalists. I don't really care that much. I don't know who it's these people the are. the TCU quarterback. 
it's Georgia's Stetson Bennett. It's CJ Stroud from Ohio State, and it's uh, James uh, James Rashmeyer from USC. Yeah, James hey. Will Williams, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I can't think of it. Whatever, but uh, I think Stroud is going to win. Interesting. Williams is the guy a lot of people think is going to win, but he was so bad in that Utah game. They Do they got, give? They, are they giving Stetson Bennett a lifetime achievement award because he's like twenty five? I heard on a <laughs> podcast, and I wish I could give credit to the podcast. Is one that doesn't need the credit, but I heard someone say Stetson Bennett is going to be in two years. He's going to be um, selling SUVs in Georgia and on every commercial for like a big car dealership for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just going to be, hey, I'm national champion. Yeah, two-time national champion. Stetson, Stetson, Bennett. Stetson Bennett, come down and <laughs> howdy, y'all. I'll give you like, the best deal ever on these SUVs. <laughs> they took care of me, he, and I know they'll take care of you. You think? Uh, <laughs> do you think he calls himself Stetson Bennett the fourth on the commercials? Do you think that um, adds some credence? God, the fourth. I mean, that's just. Brutal. That's some South shit. That yeah, is some for South sure. shit. Yeah. That's like doesn't when you get to then. four yeah. generations. Yeah, Pappy owned the plantation yeah. back in the you know right. That's oh, absolutely. For sure some South and that's shit. why they keep naming them the same. Yeah. It's like got to keep. It's called heritage. <laughs> <laughs> You're racing history here. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to the real thing we like talking about. That's our Minnesota Vikings. We made it. We made it. To they, I know something about. Yeah. Right. They are ten and two. Never a doubt. What? Wow. I don't think. Uh, Man, I don't know what our predictions were for this year. I think we had like, you know, we were all positive. 12 and 11 wins is kind of what we were all no, thinking. I think you and I were at 10. I think you were at 9. Mm. I think you and I were both at 10. Or maybe maybe you two were at 10 and I was at 9. There was some combination of that. It was right said, in there. And then you said, I think Eric, like, you know, uh, couched it by saying a couple bounces here and there. We might get 11 wins. The division's very gettable. Yeah. But here we are already at that mark. Which is absolutely true. I mean, you, you guys were definitely right about the division being soft and it being an opportunity, but, I mean, this is crazy. It turned out to be softer, and the drop-off for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> post-Ayahuasca has been more dramatic than I think anybody <laughs> oh, thought. Yeah, uh, the PR person for Ayahuasca is just pissed right now. Like, they took a big L. Yeah, they him. took a big yeah. L. Yeah, they're like, they're like, damn, Ayahuasca... If you people are going to think if you take ayahuasca, you're going to turn stink. into Kanye yeah. West. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you did see his like weird salute to the fans. Oh yeah. The, oh, the I, Nazi salute. I did, yeah. I did. Dude, I posted that, which I thought was funny, and also like that was a little sus. Like his, you know, he did a very like traditional Nazi looking salute, and he, then kept his arm up for a it. while. It was weird. Okay. Um, I got a lot of comments in the because you know like we got some Packer fans that follow, and they were like, "That's so ridiculous. You're so reaching." He's, you know, he's no, he acknowledging the, yeah, he was reaching for the Fuhrer. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's probably nothing, but it did look a little sketch and uh, I'm not that sorry for reposting it. I didn't, I said, hey, this is no accusation. This is just what? If That's he, it. Just if he what? hadn't done his whole, like, I'm, I'm immunized and yeah. now the story's coming out. He was with Deshaun Kaiser questioning 9-11 and all this. Yes. And then like if he had just done if he had done none of that, there's be nobody. Nobody would have even questions. paid attention yeah. to this. And then now it's like, dude, that was a little you yeah. held your arm up there. Lamar Jackson does it or something. Nobody's got anything to say. Sure. It's whatever. Right. But yeah, we're already like, okay, we know he's alt. How far alt is he? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's not a Nazi, let's hope. Yeah, so not great, uh, but what was great was our Vikings, who continue to stress us out, going mm. to 10-2. and two. Who was stressed? I wasn't stressed. I was stressed. Two goal line stands from bit. the one? I was... <laughs> a and a half? I was yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. I was like at the game. like 18 chances to win the game right there. I was at the game, and it was one of the time, only times in my life that I was like, I started to think like, 
maybe the stress isn't healthy for you. <laughs> oh, really? Like, I started to feel that way. Like, the, the, the last time I really felt that way was when we played Buffalo, like, three weeks ago. Yeah. So, it's kind of a regular th- thing with this team. Yeah, yeah, multiple times a year, you go through, like, oh. you know, like, almost a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for your, I mean, that's what your body thinks. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's Yeah, you're good. going into fight or flight, you know, <laughs> after the right. game's over. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how I feel about this team. But here's the deal. Um, I truly believe that the Vikings are a good team. And I know that every single week, everyone picks against them. But they are really good at the hardest thing to do in the league, and that's to win games. And to win games consistently. Mm -hmm. And to win games when they don't have their best. Cousins, something was off with him yesterday. Stunk. I I have a theory. We got good Kirk in primetime against New England. So he oh. had to he had to regress on a oh, daytime one. Honestly, you know, it's, it's it's he's alternating. Let's hope that that's the case. That now he's all about the prime time because all the rest of our games are prime, prime time. By me, I think he's banged up. I think he's well, and if he's not, or if he wasn't going into the game, yeah, he is after. He's, I was gonna say that, like, dude, he gets hit so fucking hard. The three, the last three games, he's taken an absolute beating. Dude, he dropped an f bomb. Yeah, on. The camera. Yeah, after like a sack or something. Well, after he, that, got, he got hit really hard. He mm-hmm. said he didn't say frick. He definitely yeah, did you, the full F-bomb. Yeah, really? I read yeah. the lips and I could see it. And yeah. Jess, my wife, asked me the same thing. She's like, did he just say frick? I'm like, yeah, no, no, dude. That was not frick. That was the real deal. He, I, think he's he's, actually I think he's hurt is kind of my thought here. But like, he's going to keep playing because he's a, he's tough as fuck. And like, I, he really I, is. I think that God, God will heal him. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I think that the, the <laughs> pray harder, motherfucker, that like his PR team wasn't capable of um, making Kirk likable uh, before because Zimmer was so against him he couldn't really become a leader mm-hmm. and i think that um even though he is bizarre and we do not think about the world in the same way and definitely you know like and he definitely his players must not think of the, the world in the same way as he does yeah he's a weird guy and like he's very religious and conservative and we're just different people but i mean he played golf with trump like we can't yeah. let that go but <laughs> but but he i think that what is endearing to his teammates about him is that he is tough as can be and that he mm-hmm. is a pretty good leader when he's allowed he's to a be. competitor too yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think like there's just no one who could tell me that kirk isn't tough the guy takes an absolute beating and he, he just d- and he doesn't miss games doesn't miss snaps I, yeah right yeah. Yeah. well and and then think about that like they're not going out with kirk after the game to chili's to grab a bite to eat right but between the lines kirk's their guy right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in you know in the office yeah, in, yeah. in the workout facility they believe in him that's why they they weren't doing it to like make fun of him with the chains thing. Like they they really believed. Oh yeah, and and like and he did too. And I think all of that was very endearing. And then I think once that plane lands and they get off, they don't talk. Right. Right. So um, I agree. I think that I think he has endeared himself, especially to a lot of the younger guys, by taking those licks, getting right back up, and mm-hmm. you're right back out in the next series. Yeah. So yeah. I I think that he's banged up probably more than he's been in a long time. And he just didn't look right. He was missing on throws that he never misses on. He was making everything difficult on every receiver. He was leading our receivers into just murder shots. The Hawkinson yeah. one was bad. All yeah. and Jefferson multiple times. Yeah. He was leading everyone to their death. And Jefferson still doesn't drop it, which is insane. So I didn't think he was right. He didn't play great. Our offense had a couple good drives. I mean, he did have the big second half drive where he went six for six and hit Jefferson for the touchdown. Uh, but outside of that, the offense really dried up. We bled yards like we always do to average quarterbacks mm-hmm. and it just didn't end up mattering I, I i still felt hopeful that we were gonna win i felt i still felt pretty good 
Like, put up 17 points in the second quarter. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I kept right. thinking, even, yeah. even late in the game, though, when it, things were falling apart and they were coming back, I just kept thinking, like, yeah, we're, we're going to find a way. It's going to yeah. be okay. We're going to find yeah. a way is what I kept thinking to myself. Even when I was feeling nervous, I just kept saying, like... Even when we had to make those goal, goal line stands over and over when again. When they got the ball down to the five-yard line... Which time? Um, yeah, exactly. I think the time that they, they were that they were losing by five, and it was the second to last time they had the ball. Okay, and we yeah. stopped them. Yeah. When they got down to the five yard line, they like caught a pass or something and got down to the five. And I was there with my, I was at the game with my brother, and I looked at him and I said, "Would you rather be the Vikings or the Jets right now?" Yeah, and I meant good, that genuinely. I meant that yeah. genuinely. And he goes, "The fucking Jets, yeah. dude. They're killing us, and they're gonna take the lead here in a second. That's they have what four I downs too. to take the lead. And even then, I kind of thought, yeah, we'll have time. Kirk will lead us down, and he'll get At us. At that point in time, yeah. It's like, all right, yeah. if they score, no big deal. But then yeah. the clock really dropped, dropped, dropped. Well, we still had all of our timeouts on that mm-hmm. first possession that they had. And so it was like, okay, we'll get the ball. We've been here, done that. Not a big yeah. deal. Even if they get the two-point conversion, all we need is a field goal to tie it, and then we'll let Kirk go do his thing in OT and be fine. Yeah. I, but like, I think that that is the best thing I can say about KOC. He has made me who's a tortured Minnesota sports fan who has watched and suffered with the Vikings forever, who knows that this ride ends in pain Yeah, into a believer. They mostly do. And I don't know if I could say something nicer about a coach than that. Like he has taken a roster that we knew to be talented, who hated their situation last year, who hated their coach. And he's turned them into a team that just powers through tough situations and finds a fucking way. And that is exciting. So I am all in on this ride. I don't, I know it's going to end. I know it's going to end in, in misery, but this is such a likable team from the coach down. And at this point from ownership down, I like the Wolves. I like Quasi. I like KOC. I like fucking Kirk Cousins, which is insane. I love Justin Jefferson. I love this team. And I don't think I could have said that to you last year and even in some of our past years i mean 10 and 2 definitely helps you like a team a little bit more oh, it does but they're yeah it's they're handing off the belt each week of who steps up in clutch scenarios to make the play that we need and that's the difference between being six and and whatever and 10 and 2 six and six and 10 and 2 mm-hmm. and we've had different players do it each week and you know it's been jefferson and then um yesterday dalvin cook had a really great game, and right. he scored us some points. And Madison had another rushing touchdown too. So um, it it can't always come from Thielen and Jefferson. It can't always come from Kurt, you know, throwing a miracle ball. Um, although that that dime he threw to Jefferson for that touchdown was just unbelievable. I perfect. couldn't believe that he caught it. Perfect throw. That is like what it was. The window here is just tiny. So and then you know cool. the Jets guy drops the the touchdown pass. Yep. To you know whatever that happened. I mean he was NFL open, but he's still very covered. You know that's yeah. a very catchable ball. But then we we still had to make seven plays inside of our own five yard line to stop them. Yep. Not easy. It was great. It was a great it game. It was and great. Good listen, win. Listen, the Jets have a good defense. Like the Jets no, are good. There's no doubt about that. I was really nervous about this game. I thought this game, like secretly, was going to be an L. A little trappy. Yeah. A little trap game. Well, I mean, not even a trap game. I mean, the Jets are legit. The they have Jets a winning are, record, seven and four. Or whatever. The they Jets were. roster is one of the best in the league. Sure. It's just they don't no really QB. have a QB. Yeah. And I know yeah. everyone will try to jump on this Mike White thing, but it's temporary. And like, yeah, he, they, he looked okay. Well, he significantly improved them over Zach Wilson. Well, I'm hearing the the big rumor, and we'll see if this injury changed anything, is that the Jets are going to go big after Jimmy G. 
and make him one of the highest paid quarterbacks in football. Okay. Like just overpay to get Jimmy G. To have a guy throw 150 yards per game and one mm-hmm. touchdown mm-hmm. every he's, time. He's, he's, he's five and zero oh when he doesn't throw a touchdown. Yeah, G- or Jimmy something G. Like that. Yeah, Jimmy G. Is like the elite game manager quarterback in the league and so i think the jets are like dude if we could just get a fucking competent guy in here yeah we will be really good yeah because we are loaded everywhere else their defense is unreal their o-line is missing their two best o-linemen and they're still a great o-line they have sauce gardner who i think is the best corner in football they have garrett wilson who looks like a top 10 receiver in football like they are an electric roster Corey davis as their number two receiver offensively they got two good running backs yeah i think that the jets are exciting i think this was another good win and like i would say the one thing that frustrates me it's not the disrespect for the vikings but it's like the excuse making that the experts make about every other team They'll be like, oh, what a gutty win from the Dolphins. Wow. Yeah. They, if you're going to be an elite team, this yeah. is, these are the wins they, they got play, yeah. They play like shit against a team that they are much better than, and they found a way at the end. That's what real good teams do. And then every week they're like, man, the Vikings barely beat Washington, yeah. even though they've won like five out of six games. Oh, the Vikings barely beat the Jets. Are the Vikings even good? <laughs> but the week before, they were like, dude, the, are the Jets, the are the Jets for real? Is this the worst 10-2 team? I, yeah. No, no Never, they're do- yeah. but the week before, they're doing the things with the Jets of like, yeah. are the Jets for real with mm-hmm. Mike White? Like, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, to really like pump up the New York media. Yeah. And then the next week, they're like, the Vikings barely beat the Jets. What are we talking yeah, about here? Yeah, the sad, pathetic Mike Jets. White. Yeah. I oh, listened to God. a podcast today that said this was the, the um, this Jets loss was like a, like a win loss. What does that mean? <laughs> like that that it feels the fans will oh, still so feel moral, good because it was a, a moral, moral victory. victory. Like yeah. the fans see how good this team is. But the Vikings, like I don't even think the Vikings are that good. And I'm like, who <laughs> just beat the Jets? Won? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, the Vikings, they beat the Bills I love it. on the road. The second we get respected in this state is, is when we dead. start to yeah. suck no, ass. So like, please keep this up. So speaking You know of, how it is with the Gophers. I mean, they get yeah. ranked and they won't win another game the rest of the year. Yeah. Speaking of uh, no respect, the... Uh, Vikings are one point underdogs against the five win um, Detroit, Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> well, that road. just means we need to get our wallets out. Let's bump our those numbers up. Boy. With some cash. I mean, that's ridiculous. I don't know if my heart can take the Vikings just performances in general. Mm-hmm. Let alone if I had money. Yeah. Riding on it. I Maybe think don't bet on your own. Double the anxiety. That's yeah. a good rule of thumb: is don't bet on your favorite teams. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. See, I don't. I'm not a gambler. I don't know these things yet. Yeah, so I think that the Vikings this week are going to stress us out again, and I think they are going to win mm-hmm. in you Detroit. Do you think Detroit's throwing the towel in at this point to just get better Hell picks? Hell no, they're coming for our lives, and they are going to score a lot of points against us, because our defense is kind of sketchy. And you want to know whose defense <laughs> is just a little more sketchy? Theirs. The Lions, yeah. This game, I'm going to predict this is way over. I'm going Vikings- mm. Say 38. (laughs) Yes. Lions, 37, with a missed (laughs) two-point conversion to lose the game. (laughs) I I don't see Detroit wanting Uh, to win this at all. They do. They're hunting everyone down. Wait a minute. Does does the missed missed two-point conversion need a review? It's that close. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Did he get a second foot down? Oh, yeah. That'll be it. Um, Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to take a a little more modest approach. I'll go 28 Vikes. uh, Boring. 21 um, you know, Lions. Okay. Man, I don't know. I think I'm going to go. I think the Vikings are going to want to run the ball. I think we're going to eat up a lot of clock. Mm. I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to be a shootout. 
I hope not. I don't want to be in a shootout with the Lions. I think they've got a lot of good weapons. I'm on St. Brown. Oh, yeah, right. Guy's a baller. Um, we are getting, we might get Cam Dantzler back. That might help a little bit. Yeah, but Evans is out. But Caleb Evans is hurt again. Jesus no, Christ. Concussion protocol again. God damn. That might be it for his season. Yeah, I was going to say, then, shut him down but at this it point. It sounds like yeah. Dantzler is going to play. And you're hoping Darisaw plays, but he had two concussions he's, in a row too. He should maybe so take a minute for the playoffs. They're trying to save game. him, and and the thing is, is like he is our second best player on our team. Darisaw, yeah, yes. And so not having him is a big loss, and that's why Kirk is just taking abuse. Taking right else. Now. Can you do me a favor? And Hold just on, explain. I got to do my score. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, and then I have a question. Twenty-four, eighteen, Vikings. Okay, okay. All right. Um, how important are these wins at this point? I mean, obviously we're going to make the playoffs. Abundantly important. Mm, I mean, we ha- we can't drop out of the top two. So, I mean, we've got to win. So we're looking at the Eagles to lose. We're looking for the boys to lose. And then we just want to, like, obviously. The Cowboys doesn't really matter at this point. Okay, so we we need the Eagles to lose, but that's just not going to happen enough. I don't think they'd have to go Their schedule is so soft. Yeah, Yeah. they play at Dallas, which is tough. But their next hardest game is at the Giants. So we actually want Dallas to win that game. Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I don't really care because one of them is the five and one of them is probably the one. So who cares? Um. And then we can't lose ground to the Niners and we, the Niners, we, we definitely yeah. want a first round bye. I'm so, hoping mm. for the, I'm hope, I mean, we are uh, with one more win, we will get a home playoff game because we'll clinch the division or one loss from the lions. So if we win, so, okay. kind of hand wow, in hands. And then, big. and then, um, I'm cheering for personally, I'm cheering for the bucks to win every game from now on, because okay. I want the bucks to pass up the 49ers who have Brock Purdy as their quarterback now for the rest of the year. Because I don't want to play the Niners. So my dream no. scenario my dream scenario is we get the one. But in real, if I'm being realistic and we get the two, the Eagles get the one, we get the two, the three would then go to hopefully Tampa, who if they win tonight, we're recording on a Monday, and then they beat the 49ers next week. They're right on the tails of the 49ers, who have Brock Purdy as their quarterback. So I'm cheering for the Bucks at this point to win. I'm cheering mm. for the Niners to lose because then our matchups would go something along the lines of like we would play the Seahawks or the Commanders or the Giants in the first round at home. Not the Seahawks, please God. In the second <laughs> Gino. round, yeah, but I Gino in the playoffs. I know. I just have PTSD from the Seahawks. Okay, right. um, and it's going to come down to a missed kick. And then in round two, we would play probably Tom Brady and the pretty bad Bucks at home. Okay, I don't feel too bad about that. And then in round three. You would play whoever came out of the Cowboys, Eagles, Niners. You'd either be at the Eagles or at home against the Cowboys or the Niners. Yeah, two out of three of those scenarios were at home. So. Yeah. yeah, two out of three of those scenarios are very. Scary. And if you ended up on the back side of that, <laughs> but if you ended up on the ba- other side of the bracket from the Cowboys, the Niners, and the Eagles, it's a lot harder. That's a, yeah. that's pretty nice to not have to play one of those teams until yeah. the last game. So that's okay. my hope on this thing. Um, and just so you know, the the Lions. You said, did, what do they have to play for? Here's the Lions. Uh, last few games um they had a losing streak where they lost like four or five in a row yeah they beat the packers 15 to 9 they beat the bears 31 to 30 they beat the giants oh yeah that's right i the, forgot about the, they the beat bears game the giants 31 to 18 they lost to the bills on thanksgiving 28 to 25 Not they bad. beat the jaguars 40 to 14 so they're feeling good They've about themselves and five. they got that weird dan guy they love to play for him yeah, yeah <laughs> that i think is like you know we want to keep this coach, so let's bust ass for him so he doesn't get fired. Yeah. Um, That's so interesting. So it's going to be tough. I don't think a, any a of war. those teams are that good, though, that they played. No, but just they're they're kind of like becoming the king of the bad teams. They might be a little more confident than you would like them to be. I want to sweep the division, though. That'd be so cool. Because didn't we sweep like the East? What what, what division was that? The AFC East. I, beat the, I mean, that's amazing. The, maybe the good. best division in football. Yeah, yeah, we beat them all. 
So there you go. All right. So the other news today is that the Colts game, uh, which is after the next week, yeah. Lions game, the following, mm-hmm. week. The following mm-hmm. week has been moved from Sunday to Saturday. Weird. And this had been rumored for a while. Yeah. Now. So why? So I guess the NFL wants to do the last couple oh. weeks. They're going to move two games at least to Saturdays because there's not a lot of college football going. But I on, believe or? what what it is is that they've until had, the bowls start. They have four games that have been pre-marked. So anyone has TBD next to their oh, stuff okay. on there has been marked since like the beginning of the year, and then the the channels each get to pick a game out of those four games. Okay. For Saturday. So two games are getting moved to Saturday, and you're gonna get two games back to back on Saturday, like for the last. And the network weeks. landed on Vikings Colts as the, like their. The mark. other options must have been like yeah, I was gonna say Rams <laughs> and the Broncos. Or yeah, maybe those <laughs> yeah. were highlighted, and everyone was yeah. like, "Dude, this is gonna be an awesome." They're game. like, "Fuck, and we're taking that Rams Broncos <laughs> game." Yeah, <laughs> and then now they're like, "I don't want anywhere near the Rams Broncos game." Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be something like that. So I mean, they must have just had nothing else to choose from. So. Um, Imagine them just being like, well, Jesus, Tom, I don't know which one to pick, okay? We either have two three and eight teams playing each other, or we have the Vikings and the goddamn Colts, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we are going to have the Packers versus Russell Wilson and the Broncos, and we're moving that to Saturday for like, sure. Oh, and then yeah. they get there, and they're like, we can't oh, my have that God. You know, the funny thing is, just pick the Vikings. You know it's going to be a close game. doesn't yeah, matter who we play. That is true. Well, they want the Cowboys. One. So yeah. that will be back-to-back Saturdays that we play. Because yes. then the following week, we're home again on Saturday, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Against yep. the Giants. That'll yep. be fun. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. It'll be tough. All right, Danny guys. Dimes. Woo! It is time to move on to... Do you want a good news? Uh, do you want bad yep. news or, or real bad news? Jesus. Real bad. Real bad. Okay. Uh, the real bad news, the Timberwolves are... Oh. Making me sad, guys. Sad. And I don't know how much I can talk about the Timberwolves today because we talk a lot about how sad they make me feel. Yeah. But, like, I would say this. Um, the Timberwolves at this point have have um, moved me into dangerous territory. And dangerous territory is a lack of caring. Mm. Um, you, and, when you move to in different town, that's uh, bad. When I stop, like, checking scores. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't even check the scores? I usually am like, oh, they lost. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they lose a lot. <laughs> yeah, and so like we're getting to that place where my expectations are so far off of what the reality is that yeah. it just feels better to pay up, to be like, well, I guess I don't care. Because we don't really want to give up on those. We don't want to face the reality that we're, we were talking about winning a nice playoff series, maybe going, like you were like, if we don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, this is a year as a disappointment. <laughs> well, <then> you, <laughs> we might not uh, make the playoffs. <laughs> two weeks ago, Jimbo, two weeks we ago. We might be crying and, and celebrating a playoff game, play-in game win. Yeah. That's where we might be at. Two weeks ago, you were like, look at the standings. We're only two out. We're only two Which out is first true. Place. We kind of still are. No, like, but I'm saying like yeah. we, we keep setting ourselves up for I these know. expectations that are probably unrealistic at this point. We spent oh. the entire summer talking ourselves into Rudy Gobert and cat working. That has failed. <laughs> Oh, who's the fool now? Oh, my God. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, you know, these things, we, we don't know for sure. Teams change. I'm not um, saying that. I mean, D'Lo not, got ejected the other night. I go, mean, they're, they're frustrated. Gobert no, did. Well, D'Lo did eventually, too. He got a second tech and oh. got ejected. He's oh, fined $20,000 for yelling um, inappropriate things at the referee. Um, I'm just saying, I think things are boiling over. And yes, they're, I know. They're, they're getting to a point where that you're not going to be able to come back from it. Yeah, Ugh. like the, the bad... Let me move on. What's I the bad say, news? I would say the bad <laughs> culture of the Wolves is got me the most spooked mm-hmm. like i would say that ant doesn't seem like he's having very much fun no nope. and he's not being funny 
nope. or like personable. Not and, like, enjoying it. And that is it seems like a bad sign. That's Jimbo's number one concern. They better is be having fun. They need to dude. have fun. Ant is the most fun guy in the league, and this year he seems like he's like bummed. Did you think it went from like I talk about stupid chemistry in NBA teams too much? But do you think mm-hmm. it went from like they had this fun group of young guys? Yeah, yanked all them out of there. Now you have this like grizzled old veteran Rudy who only wants to like work and have fun and like all he wants to do is eat baguettes and yeah, he's smoke like, cigarettes. It's like well, dude. no, he's like I just I eat healthy food and they're like no, we're gonna just go grab a burger and he's like I don't do that, you know, yeah. and like it just like <laughs> everything like ruined the chemistry yeah. on this team. I do I do think it, there there's been a clear change. I mean, it's just not it's just not fun anymore. Um, you know, the young people that were like the young guys were really stepping up last year and now I kind of feel like them sort of shrinking back a little bit, which isn't good. So. I don't know. It is a little depressing. I do feel like within a few weeks, we'll have Wolves conversations that are like, damn, dude. Like, no, we'll be like, let's go. Like, they've won four or five in a row. It's a roller coaster. So I think we're, I, I'm I think low we're right sellers. now. Low as can be. I'm at the bottom. But I think we'll we're see. sellers at the deadline. I'm starting to like, like, I kept being like, we're going to get back in this. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And now yeah. I'm kind of starting to be like, how many more times am I going to have to tell myself this? Right. Like, I'm getting a little spooked by like where this is headed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that a big issue is that the the guys were enjoying being these underdogs, this hungry young underdog team. Mm-hmm. And now no the, expectations. the weight of the yeah. expectations yeah. is too great for this squad. Mm-hmm. And like another thing that bums me out is like I was one of the people mm-hmm. who was like, nah, give them more first round picks so we can keep Jaden McDaniels. I don't think he's ever a star player. He's just like a nice basketball player. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think he's going to make this jump? I, I, I don't. I think we would have seen. He has it. flashes, and no. then it goes away. He's like a nine point eight per game kind of guy, and I just don't know, like, if it's going to get too much better than that. I don't know. The, these jumps can happen at random times. I'm not giving up on him, but I do see that like we would have won a lot more games if he was, you know, a really effective starter. I wonder. Well, I wonder how he would do if there weren't D'Lo, Cat, Ant, and Gobert. Mm-hmm. In the starting right. line, and he had right? to do more, and he would, yeah, he'd improve. Get more opportunities might be better, but for right now, he's fifth banana on a two banana team, really. You know, <laughs> right, right, yeah, true. All right, guys. So the other bad news is just the Twins are boring, and, oh, ba- okay. and baseball's off season is stupid. All right, uh, it's what? the it's the dumbest off season of all time. At least we get to talk about the World Cup in a little bit. What does baseball think they're doing? They have to tune it's into the same other thing over and over. They have to tune into other sports and be like, damn, they do it so well. We should emulate that. They're like in baseball. They look at the NBA and the NBA is like, all right, guys, um, free agency starts on July 1st. And you are going to hear these deals fast and furious. And we have so many young stars that are going to be free agents every year. And oh, if that wasn't enough for you, a bunch of your favorite stars are all going to get traded this offseason as well. Are you ready for pandemonium? And then everyone's like, fuck for, yeah. For seven days, yeah. And it's like seven days of like the whole league gets just flipped on its head. And it's really fun and exciting, even if your team doesn't do shit. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the NFL, and they're like, guys, we're going to have the preseason. But that's going to be after we play at a bunch of rinky-dink colleges. And people are going to all go watch it, and we're going to talk about it. You're going to have your fantasy football draft. We're going to play 18 electric weeks. Then we're going to have the best playoffs in sports. We're going to have the Super Bowl. And then we're going to give you guys like three weeks to keep your breath. 
before we have guys run the 40 and then we're going to have <laughs> yeah, and we're going right. to have free agency which is going to be insane stuff is going to happen and then you're going to have gonna draft. the greatest draft yeah. in sports history oh, right. it's seven rounds it yeah. takes 14 weeks <laughs> yeah. to complete <laughs> right. and people watch every single round and yeah. like literally Even though they don't know anybody getting drafted other than the like 3 weeks of like no football like football is just killing it always there's always something exciting baseball is like um just so you guys know free agency started 5 days ago uh <laughs> And, and we're having the meetings today. The meetings, winter meetings are today. Uh, guys could have signed already, but like, wait a minute, we're, wait, hold on. Were you you weren't were you meeting with them before? They're like, well, kind of. All of we're, the, free but we're agents, having the official meetings now, four days after free agency started. Oh my god! All of the free agents have been sending money home to their native country to pay for like the electric bill for their family, and they've been making peanuts. Um, and now they're 33 years old, a little past their prime, and uh, the cost is just going to be 40 million astronomical for any yeah. guy. And there's no limit on how long they can stay. So your team's going to have to offer like 40 million for 13 years to lock up one of these to somebody who's aging 39 stars. years old. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what? What is going on with this? In the meantime, all of your favorite young, exciting players are making a hundred thousand dollars a year and will be and will be for the next eight years yeah and that's (laughs) even if they get a favorable arbitration ruling which is required for probably two years for most of the young guys with the appropriate amount of service time oh that's that's the other thing you have to play so much before you could even get into that pool Mm. but that's another dumb baseball rule um so yeah that's how the sausage is made and it's stupid and baseball is the worst at it and then they're like (laughs) and then they're like um also only uh, every team can have their own television deal since we don't revenue share and you guys can just make as much money as you want and you can spend as much as you want. So in reality, only five teams can ever afford these guys. Correct. So here's your, your free agent signing so far. The Phillies agree to a deal with, is it second baseman? Trey Turner? Shortstop. Shortstop? Trey Turner. He might've been playing second, but in, he's yeah, played he's, both. He's a shortstop. Okay. Uh, for 11 years, $300 million with a full no trade clause. He's 29. This deal is going to be paying him almost $30 million a year when he's 40. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fully guaranteed. The Mets mm. gave Justin Verlander, who's like 40 years old. 39? 39 years old. Two years, 87 million. But he's also married to Kate Upton, so he's like 35. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And then that keeps her around the stadium. And yeah, like yeah, People yeah. get to say hi to her and stuff. So that's Two cool. years, 87 million with an option for a third year at more money than that. Um, then the Rangers... Uh, pretty much are going to allow Jacob Grom to make lots of money in his retirement playing for the Rangers. Yeah, pitching uh, five years, in. 185 million with a six year option. That's a lot of money for like 10 starts a season. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, that's pretty much your biggest deals so far. They uh, are the, they were, they were rumored to be the market setters. So whatever, you know, they were going to be the top dominoes to fall. And now maybe the Correa domino will fall next for the twins. I don't know. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And it gets dumb. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> so, so uh, Jose Abreu, World Cup, just signed a three-year, fifty-nine million dollar deal with the World Series champions. Uh, he won the MVP in twenty twenty, and that's the, a pretty good deal. And he just goes to sign with the champs. Um, no problem because like Katie. There's no cap space. There's just, yeah, it just it's just such a stupid sport. Well, meanwhile, the Twins are like, hey guys, we don't have any money. Um, really, but we want to spend it all on one player. Um, 
and no one is going to sign here except for pitchers who were worried will need Tommy John and will need Tommy yeah. John once we sign them. <laughs> it's a great place to get surgery. Meet the Mayo Clinic. I mean, yes. I get it. Like, maybe I'm that's here for the your deal. rehab. Yeah. Like the poll ads don't want to spend money on players because the insurance policy is so expensive from all the arms we've had to like repair. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. I think we're actually coming to some conclusions here. All right, guys. So let's talk about the World Cup a little bit before we get out of here. So. We got a couple big games already, um, just setting up kind of the final 16, and then maybe we'll touch on Team USA afterwards. Sure, sounds good. So uh, what we're shaping up for here is the two premier teams in South America versus pretty much the six-ish premier teams of Europe. Europe. Yep. Um, And so three of the games are completely set with absolute wars on deck. Uh, Third-ranked Argentina versus eighth-ranked Netherlands. Netherlands are scrappy. Yeah, they have very little firepower, but they're good everywhere else. They've got some good players, though. Yeah, Yeah, defensively, midfield. Yeah, yeah, very good. Their striker situation is pretty iffy, but the rest of their team is sick. Um, They play Argentina, and everyone's favorite player, Messi. Um, Is he? Yeah. I guess so. (laughs) I mean, I work in a high school. Every kid is like, my favorite team is Brazil, and my favorite players are Messi and Ronaldo. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Get you. out of my class. Yeah, you Go suck. see Principal Johnson, please. So we have Netherlands versus Argentina and Messi. Messi and has never won a World Cup. He won't this time either. Uh, and then on that same side of the bracket, we're going to have Brazil versus Croatia, who was the runner-up last World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're still good. scrappy Still too, a good team. Good. Yeah. Um, I think Brazil and Argentina are heavy favorites. I think so, especially after side. the way Brazil played today. Yeah. Kind of ran through. I mean, I know it's South Korea. Uh, is it South Korea? Yeah. yeah the, South Korea. Yeah. Um, they weren't expected to win, but Brazil looked heads and tails above them. And I think an old Croatian team stands very little chance. Yeah, they feel pretty old when they're like, they are when old. they're like, yeah. Luka Modric is our best player and he's really 37. old. 37. And he yeah. has to come out of an elimination game that's tied in like the 60th minute. Yeah, because he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket, it's an all uh, Europe setup except for Morocco who's the last non-European or South American team left in the competition. So you have a one-game set. It's fourth-ranked France, the defending champs. I, I kind of think they should be ranked number one. I think they're probably the best team. A little disrespectful, I think. Yeah, and they're mm. playing fifth-ranked England. So That's that, exciting, man. Be a battle. That that's must-watch. That's a huge battle. Yeah. That's, that's the match of the tournament so far. First of all, I think from um, uh, like a television rating, like historical aspect of the world cup i think it's the best matchup i think mm-hmm. france runs through them without much mm. resistance. i think it's gonna be a good game i think france is gonna win it's like a th- like, th- like a three two situation yeah like two to one three two i think france is gonna win in a good game england I- plays too conservative for me i think france is way more aggressive maybe i guess if, if mbappe has a bad game i don't see it um, i guess maybe starting olivier Giroud as your striker but he's dropping goals in like he turned back uh the hands of time so the meaty french forehead is bad you know it God, he's a beautiful. I think man. that I think that the like the attacking team, including Mbappe out here, I think like the attack of England is scarier to me than the attack. But, of okay, France. fine with uh, Mbappe on paper. No, yeah. on oh. paper, uh, let's not argue. Wow. I don't want to litigate this too long, but yeah. like on paper, yes, I think in practice. Southgate has them playing very conservatively. Yeah. And I think that's going to hurt them. Um, so I, I think that that's a fun game. And then on the other side, or the, the bottom part of that bracket, you have Switzerland versus Portugal, still to happen this week, okay. and Morocco versus Spain. So um, Let's go Morocco. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be cool if they did. So I, I, I find myself always cheering for the African teams, even though they don't ever do very well in these tournaments. But I always... They finally did. They got three in the final 16, yeah. so that's pretty good. 
Um, so yeah, those are some Three. fun matchups. I did, um, I did like the the absolute. This is a corruption at this point. FIFA placing Switzerland and Serbia against each other every tournament is on purpose. Oh, There's you think n- it's rigged? <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> so great. It's so I was trying to describe, tell these guys what's going on. Switzerland has a bunch of Albanian refugees who were forced to leave uh, their war between Kosovo and Serbia okay. in 1999. And so their families moved to Switzerland, which is a pretty safe place to be. Neutral country. And right? now you have all of these Albanians who play for Switzerland, and they duke it out with Serbia, and there's like serious hatred between Albanians and Serbia. And they the Swiss Albanians win every time and knock Serbia out. They did in the Euro, they did in the last World Cup, and now they did this this World Cup as well. And it gets super heated. Uh, there was a video of uh, the Serbian coach when they took the two to one lead. Um, you can see him on TV. I don't speak this the same language, but he was saying something like "fuck your um, slur for Albanian mothers." Is what he was yelling when his team scored. I mean, to that's take what the, the headline of the that's what the headline of the tweet said. Oh, wow. it's pretty. Let's go with it. I mean, I mean, I mean, you you had uh, you have multiple times now that I mean, we're lip reading like Serbian now. So let's just that, and you don't think people can do that? I I, I will tell you. I, I trust have, my sources. Maybe. I have quite which a few. Is Eric and then Eric's sources are just random tweets. I have so, I mean, to, like, I have dude, to say, I have on, quite a few. Solid. I have so, <laughs> I have quite a few um, Albanian students. Okay. Who are passionate about this. Okay. That are very... And they told listen, you? Listen, I don't doubt yeah. that. I'm just... I'm, I'm making light of the fact that, like, one guy tweeted, this is what he was saying. And I everyone's love, like... <laughs> I love it. Um, you Retweet. Get- <laughs> Put it on the pod. <laughs> so, yeah. That's another one. They... they I guarantee it happens in the next World Cup. They are FIFA just wants it at this point. Um, so, anyone have any guesses? I, we're in a little pool. So, pool aside. Yeah. If you had no money on any of this... Who are you feeling the most confident in coming through uh, this? Based on the recent games and form, I would say Brazil, France, Me too. and the final. Okay, those yep. are the best teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mbappe is going to score, uh, you know, two goals in the final. And, and this isn't like, win. and this isn't like the NFL. Like typically, over ninety minutes, the better team generally comes out on top. And I think that the best story again for the second straight World Cup is going to be the brilliance of Mbappe. The hate that guy takes is fucking bizarre. Uh, and is it just racism? No. Or what's going on? I don't know. I think that there's like... Well, I think there's there's two. it's two-pronged. One, domestically, PSG didn't win the league last year with a roster that consisted of $300 million worth of yeah. I mean, transfers and stuff. Mm-hmm. They never won Champions League. Um, Mbappe has been a no-show for some of those matches. And so I think that's a little bit where it comes from. I think they ignore um, the World Cup as part of his... like overall ability because like he's still playing the same game it's just with different players um so i think that maybe like because people want to hate other people that are great they find reasons to be like well in this one particular scenario he did not perform right care what he did at the world cup he's 23 years old in the champions league he averages a goal every 81 minutes and in the world cup he averages a goal every 76 minutes he won the world cup as a 19 year old scoring the winner and he has nine world cup goals 37-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo, who people think of as maybe the greatest ever, has eight World Cup goals ever. He's right. 37. And 35-year-old Messi has nine. The same number as 23-year-old Mbappe. This kid is 
it. And Messi, <laughs> Messi typically hasn't done shit at the World Cup. This mm. kid is it. He is a blast to watch. He plays the most exciting soccer in the whole tournament. Every time well, he gets the ball, the whole fucking place stands up. Let's ignore the age. <laughs> he's been in two World Cups and has that many goals. Messi's been in five. Yeah. Ronaldo's been in four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So that's do the math all. on he, that. He's yeah. he's incredible. He's he's the next Messi. I mean, that's what he really is. And Holland is the next Ronaldo, oh. I believe. And they're just gonna That's fun. We got our own guys. Yeah. Watch for many years. All right. Uh so France, Brazil in the final. Do you sure. have a pick? I mean, it gun to my France head. France wins. And someone was like, you got to pick the, the two teams. Those are the two I'd pick. I'm very picking easily. France to win it again. No, I I'm think, picking Brazil. I think cool. France is going to. Um, I had all these kids uh, talking shit about how good Brazil is today. And so then I said, you guys are too young to remember this. But then I put, pulled up the highlights of the 7 the to Germany. 1 Germany yeah. game. Yeah. And they were just at, stunned in at Brazil. Rio. Yeah. <laughs> The fans are all crying in the stands. Oh, I mean, they were crying in the 35th minute. It was 5 nothing. I mean, it was, whatever. It was ridiculous. It was like 3 to nothing in the first 10 minutes. It was sickening. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. David Luiz crying like During the game. 20 minutes in the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Last thing we need to talk about, Team USA. All okay. right. So um, there was a brief USA soccer fever in our country. Mm-hmm. Very brief. It's a it's a blip on the Richter scale. Yes. Yeah. Every four years. Um, yeah. uh, here's my thoughts on it. Um, I think that we can both appreciate where uh, U.S. soccer has gotten to while also expecting more at this point. And I, th- I saw a Deadspin article. Cue the, oh, they're still around. Yep. Um, I saw a Deadspin article. I didn't read it because I don't have attention span. Are they still around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, what's his name? Burhalter? Is that his name? Greg Burhalter with Burhalter. two Gs. It said, uh, or three, technically. It said like Burhalter. Um, we can appreciate what he's done, but also demand his exit. Absolutely. And I'm like, fuck yeah. That's exactly how I feel. We can say, you know what you did? You moved us forward. We have a lot of young, exciting players on the team, but damn, we need to score goals. We have to, we can't be putting out Haji right. I got, I got into a small Instagram argument with someone where I made my little comment that I said, I think the U S needs to exclude MLS players. If you're not playing in Europe, you're not on the ML or on the US men's national team roster. Yeah. Period. And the guy's like, that that's the dumbest thing ever. You can't you can't exclude the league of where they play. And like my argument is how many Brazilian players that are on the Brazilian World Cup team play in Brazilian leagues? Zero. Oh, okay. How many I Uruguay? Think, I think one guy on Argentina maybe. does. Yes. And he's um he might sign with Arsenal. Here, here's the other one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, like, that there well, doesn't exist. Reynoso for the Minnesota Loons. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it? Emmanuel? Emmanuel yeah. Reynoso. Yeah. One of the best players in the league. Arguably, and by far, yeah, arguably one of the better players in the league, and Minnesota United's best player by far. By a lot. By a ton. And he's from Argentina. Do you know how many international caps and call-ups he has for them? Zero. Mm. Yeah, when, when, asked, when, Zero. when they asked Messi about him, Messi said, who? Yeah, no, he didn't really. No, but uh, he would. <laughs> he would. He'd say, I don't I mean, know that. Guy. Maybe peripherally, he's heard of him, but I doubt he even knows who that is. So, like, I thought Messi was going to the MLS. I mean, what was that? If, that was the rumor. If it? the U.S. men's national team wants to be serious about yeah. being, you know, quote unquote contenders for the World Cup in '26, where it's going to be here, and you know, Pulisic and Weston McKinney and all these guys are going to be hitting their prime, then we cannot have. MLS backups like Jordan Morris come into a match to try and win the game for us. Like we're just, losing at the end of the game in a go home game, and Jordan Morris came on. Just ridiculous. Mm. Like we're, that is a laughing sock substitution. And Greg 
left European players, Jordan Peefock being probably the most notable of those, off of the roster in favor of Jordan Morris, who's got World Cup experience. Like, I, that's fucking meaningless. Yeah. I want the best players, not some guy who's going to, like, rally the guys in the locker room. So yeah. I think until we until we make that step of, like, and fuck the MLS, I don't care if their feelings are hurt. Oh, but we're the local league. You stink. You're yeah. not, you're, comparatively, you're not good yes, enough. It's no, apples it's and fine. And if, honestly, like, if there's some MLS player that that is was on the team this year... And in the next four years, they get so fucking good, they're not going to stay in the MLS. They're going to go to the European League, and then we'll bring them back. Here, here's the other, my last... Or any kind of international. My league. last point, Walker Zimmerman, one of our center backs, was, is or was defensive player of the year in MLS. And he got absolutely washed in two games. He gave up the penalty, and then he got torched. I know Anthony Robinson gave up some, but he got torched by the Netherlands, and he didn't play the other game. So... Like he he has no business being on a World mm-hmm. Cup roster at all. And that's the best we got. That's the well, maybe I think so. But like, I mean, that's what the you know we need to angle for having all European talent on the roster. Maybe you can have a couple MLS backups as like an emergency. I mean, Matt Turner, easily the best keeper, and saved us multiple times. And he's an Arsenal kid now, and yeah. needs to be, and should be. I just think if Walker Zimmerman is at the World Cup, who is stocking the shelves at Foot Locker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is just some guy. And He's like, a dude. There's just, yeah. there's just too many of those. For every really exciting player that is on the team, there's just a couple too many. Like, well, Greg loves his MLS guys, uh, and it's stupid. Mm. That's why that's why Deadspin's right. He needs to go. Yeah. We need a serious we need a serious manager, and we need to be serious about the roster. I think that, you want to know who I think they should go get? Tommy Tukes? Arsene Wenger. Oh. Uh, no. Yep. He's too old. Bring in Arsene Wenger. He's too old. People would be excited. He's like 85. Uh, I would be. <laughs> the people would be excited. <laughs> he could struggle with his coat. I would love uh, yes, that. Yes. Nobody pre- would be able to understand it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, if he, he could be, he'd be smoking cigarettes on the pitch, or at least at practice. He'd just be collecting checks, dude. Yeah. He's already doing that from FIFA. All right, guys. Uh, that's it. That's all the time we have on this episode. We're back in person today. It feels great. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll be back with uh, another episode later this week. Until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. <laughs>